Hey everybody, welcome back to Toys on Tap. This week's episode is amazing with Galaxor coming on. Ben is incredible with all the work that he puts into his Galaxor universe and all of the work that he puts into the sculpt and the paints. They are phenomenal. If you want more of Toys on Tap, you can like or follow all of our socials at Toys on Tap. You can rate and review to help us out, share this podcast. Now let's get to this episode of Toys on Tap. Hey, hey. Hey, man. How's it going? Can you hear me all right? I can. I can. I'm pumped to get you on Toys on Tap. I don't know if you've ever listened to an episode. We interview toy artists from all over the scene, and you're you're this week. I Thank you so much, man. I'm really stoked about it. Yeah, no, I, I, I kind of like casually have like listened to an episode here and there, um, yeah. but uh, ever since you know, I got the invite, I've been kind of like, okay, I really need to like, re- you know, educate myself on this stuff. So like, yeah, no, I've been, I've been listening. Yeah. Yeah. I'm pumped. I like the whole shelving unit behind you is insane. All the Galaxors, all the stuff like unreal. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, no, I kind of, that was, that was sort of the idea. Um, and I, we, get into it like in a full proper interview or whatever but like yeah you know sort of the the idea was when I got this um studio space I kind of wanted to make it like a bit of a showroom as yeah. well as uh you know uh, where I can actually do my stuff without driving my girlfriend crazy with like getting like 20 boxes from Hong Kong yeah know? so yeah well dude let's jump in before we start anything please introduce yourself tell us who you are and what you do Sure, man. Um, I'm Ben Spencer. I am the dude who makes Galaxor. Um, I've been at it for, I had to look this up. I've been at it for about 14 years now. Um, so yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm the, I am kind of, uh, kind of the maestro behind it all. I do the sculpting. I do the, uh, you know, when it's hand painted stuff, I do the painting. I do babysit all the social medias and websites sort of stuff but i'm also sort of blessed to have like a great network of uh you know friends and uh vendors and collaborators with whom i also kind of uh work to like bring this stuff to everybody yeah amazing what's crazy uh you have so much going on at any given point with Synthos and Stealth both coming out recently. Um, And then you have this chibi that you're working on that's coming out phenomenally. Um, So I can, I just hearing how busy you are is crazy, but um, we got to start at the beginning. I got to start at little Ben when he is getting Christmas presents as a kid. Walk me through the toys you had as you were a kid. Yeah, man. Um, so growing up, um, so I'm born, I'm old, I'm 76. So, uh, you know, I, I do have, you know, I certainly had a lot good bit of Star Wars and that sort of stuff. But my first like, wow, wow, wow moment is, um, I remember it was some sort of like department store sort of thing. I don't know what it was, something in, in the Midwest. Um, and uh i walk in and there's masters of the universe yeah and my first sort of so my first like sort of solidified like decision i made for myself blows my mind sort of uh uh acquisition um in toys is merman from uh he-man uh and so that's kind of where it starts and you know i'm just kind of like one of those you know geeky kids that like you know i mean obviously you know growing up in the in the 80s and that time like everybody had that stuff you know i was you know you kind of that was the norm um but uh yeah no i was obsessed with that stuff and then definitely you know and then all the other you know 80s properties as well you know uh transformers um 
G.I. Joe, Thundercats, you know, all the, the Silverhawks, all the kind of like cliche stuff. Uh, you know, yeah. I, I love all that stuff. But like, um, you know, what what really spoke to me at that point and what is really kind of still like what I work in now is that sort of post Masters of the Universe, big, chunky sort of, you know, bent knee crouched, you know. Yeah. Ah, you know sort of figure um you know what i do now is maybe a little bit different but uh it's 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 definitely in that in that vein and you know even as a kid you know i i was into all that stuff but like you know he-man thundercats eventually ninja turtles stuff like that was kind of like that's my jam you know that's that world and that's what i work into this day yeah can you break it down when you saw I mean, even when you were a kid and you saw He-Man, uh, Master of the Universe figures, and even now, what is the draw about their sculpt that makes you really click in with that one particular? I don't know, you know? I mean, I think I'm sort of tainted by the fact that it was just like such a cultural zeitgeist at the time, yeah. you know, and, you know, that that was the thing. But to me, it's what, like, I identify as toy you know that like sort of you know a giant sort of exaggerated proportions um bright colors and you know and to jump too forward and into my my origin <laughs> story or whatever but like i even like had a realization um when i was in college for for graphic design and like sort of like learning the ropes of like putting you know things together um, and thinking about color combinations and things like that. And I'm like, man, this is all like the things I learned from looking at, you know, Skeletor, Beastman, Merman, those sorts of like contrasting pops of color, things like that. Um, and, and so like, you know, all I can do is like, you know, portray my uh, journey as <laughs> my experience as an individual, but, um, you know, I also think it's, uh, so much of a unique sort of a thing, you know, from a bit earlier than me to a bit later than me generationally that like we grew up, you know, um, informed by and a part of the experience of these things amazing sort of works of art the same way I could say like my my parents were like you know grew up in the era of like you know the sort of rock and roll and the Beatles and things like that you know and it's like what makes you know sort of like Gen X to you know elder millennial when you go to Kmart or whatever it's like that's part of your life is that these like amazing steps forward in like in terms of design and stuff like that were just like there and and you find out about them on cartoons that you'd watch when you came home from school so like that's you know I guess my origin story it feels like that separates that time from any other time being not only like seeing it at the store and having that moment of like, holy hell, this is the toy, uh, but then going home and then seeing those toys in action on TV and seeing cartoons and commercials. The What drew me to toys like younger, like at my younger self was always the commercial because they didn't even try to like look at this toy walking by itself. No, it was a kid like throwing his hand around and stuff. And so seeing right. that and then hearing how you're having this, oh, crap moment when you see Masters of the Universe. Like, I get it. I Yeah, I get it. <laughs> yeah, and there's something so amazing about that, like, little era where it's like, you know, culturally, there was just so much money moving around, but we weren't quite savvy enough to, like, have, like, I mean, they had focus groups, you know, where yeah. you see the stuff with like the kids or whatever, but they weren't quite savvy enough to be like, okay, well, the only thing that's a for sure investment is this, you know, rehashing an existing property or like whatever is similar to what's kind of like working now in a safe bet. So, you know, yeah, you, you end up with this weird stuff like, you know, 
Thundercats and, and which obviously you know is on, <laughs> on He-Man's back but like you know you just you just like it's just kind of like these guys you know like almost like Mad Men you know a little bit after that era but obviously but you know like sitting around a boardroom being like you know what let's let's make them fucking sharks you know or whatever <laughs> you know and, yeah I think uh yeah it, it just the amount of things that spawned and they were just pumping out whatever it was like an iv that they were shoving whatever they wanted into it and yeah because I, I didn't grow up um with master of the universe and ninja turtles barely and uh gi joe i had the street shark i had the weirder yeah yeah and no, was... and which is which is still like you know i mean obviously you start to get into like stuff like street sharks and everything that's like <laughs> I, I was already like in high school and everything so i was like <laughs> man probably not so cool to get that stuff but like yeah. now as like an adult you know ever since i've kind of been like ooh, street yeah. sharks oh man these are this is where it's at yeah, yeah yeah all about that stuff what's always cool is like there's an age gap so i was born in 1990 and the okay. age gap between us still our love for toys didn't wait like it's still there it's still we're getting whatever toys we can convince our parents into getting doing whatever we can and that's i think that's the cool connecting point about these kind of toy talks that we do yeah yeah no i mean sure it's like it certainly like extends for i mean it's really you know whatever star wars to like almost to you know 2000 you know at least the mid 90s you know where there's that just amazing explosion and it's just like something like in terms of you know obviously you know the Nintendo Entertainment System comes out in the middle of that, and that's the sort of beginning of where the next phase yeah. is for what people are going to be interested in, um, which is great, you know. I'm, uh, but like in terms of just you know, again, why making toys is so important to me is like that is just like such a part of a who I am, and b something that I recognize is such a unique element of the cultural identity of people who were born around the time I am. I yeah. was, yeah, you know. yeah. As you continue, I mean, the darker parts of the toys. When we get rid of them, we move on. We get older. I'm assuming sure. you're you're one of the ones that got rid of them, just like the rest of us. Oh yeah, 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 man. I mean, like you know, um, and I will even say, like, again, I was born in '76, so like, I'm a bit more of an the the like sort of the hot spot for me is the the like '80s toys, things like that. Yeah. Um. And then, um, you know, really, you start to get into like, okay, try to try to walk you through this. <laughs> so in like, <laughs> around like 89, you know, I know that it's the Batman movies coming out. So I'm like, everybody, I've got sort of Batman fever. Yeah. So I start going to the comic book shops and things like that. And, and I'm like, you know, not really getting a lot of toys, that sort of stuff. But um, uh, find the Eastman and Laird Ninja Turtles comics, you know, and I'm like, oh, this is rad. These are really cool, you know. And then I uh, had younger sisters. So at some point I was in like a Toys R Us. And so I think I'm like Ninja Turtles toys. These are amazing. And uh, I'm like, oh, I got to get, you know, Raphael and blah, whatever, I, whatever I got, um, you know, and that and then. I really had, honestly, at that point, like I was doing like doing uh, whatever junior high stuff, you know, not not buying toys, but I was like, oh, Ninja Turtles, cool, yeah. and getting the reaction of like, what, what, what do you, what's your problem, you know, and so, <laughs> so uh, yeah, so that's kind of yeah, where, and I mean, I think honestly, by that point, we'd probably, had, you know, everybody's got the this sort of garage sale story where it's like, Oh my God, I can't believe my mom sold my, all my yeah. GI Joe's for $12 or whatever. You know, I'm sure <clears throat> I have a vague recollection of that, but I don't, I don't, I, I feel like at the time it was just kind of like, whatever. Yeah. Um, and then, um, but like also through, through the entirety of my, like, you know, like junior high and high school and things like that. Um, and I was still, you know, kind of into comics, things like that. I really got into, it's weird, that's like the early 90s. And I was really into, um, 
Warhammer 40,000 at that point. Yeah. Um, and it's kind of interesting because like that was, you know, obviously this is one of those weird things where they say it now and it's like, oh yeah, of course everybody knows what 40K is. But um, at that time, it, that's another thing, speaking of Ninja Turtles, that kind of like sprouted from my like creeping into comic shops as a result of like the Batman movie in uh, the late 80s, um, getting like White Dwarf magazine and seeing like, and that was kind of, I think, how I scratched that sort of nerdy toy itch was like picking up these like magazines about miniatures and seeing painted miniatures and things like that. And and then that was that was one of those that was kind of my first introduction to like uh, what would end up being something that like I associate with like the toy scene or, or you know sort of designer toy scene now, where it's like that was my first introduction of like oh, this isn't something everyone knows about. Yeah. This is a weird thing from England that, like, you've got to, like, get these, like, imported magazines to, like, find out the details about and everything. So, like, uh, you know, it was kind of a, you know, kind of a continuation of my toy thing. But, like, yeah, no, through, like, high school, I was, like, doing typical high school shit. And, you know, and then especially when I get to college, then it's just, like, nah, whatever, man. I'm going to, you know whatever be a, yeah be a dude and, and you know whatever yeah. looking at your work you you play with colors you do this creative like genius pieces with like uh, just such an artistic flair you go to college is this where the art starts for you when does that start to kick in i mean i've i've, I've always been you know the kid that like which is the cliche story of everybody that's like an artist you know I was always a kid that like drew you know and you know I was always weirdly like even in like whatever junior high high school things like that it's like we interrupted this broadcast of toys on top to bring you this meanwhile in a galaxy of bootleg treasures DOV2 we have a new failure we almost crash land on DKE toy planet Oh my! We're doomed! Wait! Salvation! Hooray! We're saved in DLP2! Limited edition custom artist made action figures and DKE Toys! Check out www.dkatoys.com for a full catalog. Hooray for custom action figures! DKE! Man, I feel like I should go out and be cool with all these people, but I'd really much rather sit in my bedroom and draw, you know, whatever comic characters and things like that. Um, So, like, now it was always a part of it. Um, You know, I think that where I land upon the Galaxor stuff is, um, you know, kind of trying to, again, like through college kind of coming to the understanding of like oh a lot a great deal of my sense of design does come from you know my experience with toys and things like that and then um you know sort of really becoming a bit more educated about like I really like like mid-century modern object and like space age object design things like that like you know whatever a te- an yeah. italian butter dish made in 1969 you know that sort of yeah. that sort of stuff. I mean, but i love that shit you know and so um uh when i kind of eventually land upon the point where like i'm going to make start making my own toys to express myself you know a lot of you know what i understand about those sorts of more like design forward sort of elements like definitely inform it and it's still a conscious thing like I really want um I really want to make stuff that like is is uh, successful in terms of like simply being a toy but also could be something that's like somebody that ne- doesn't necessarily collect toys would be like this is a really cool looking object that I could like put on a shelf next to a plant or whatever yeah. Yeah, and I think you, you, your toys have this, they have the feel that you're describing, like this crazy, it's almost like um, they've been sculpted to not fit in this age, if that makes sense. 
Like there's like the curves, the way they feel, oh, they're smooth. They have like their edges are perfect. Like it's just sculpted for an age of toy that hasn't existed yet. And I love it. Yeah, yeah. And I and I, and I think that there's there's something to be said. I mean, a certain amount of that, you know, speaks to my like technical sculpting capabilities, you know, where you sort of work with what you have. Yeah. You know. Um, another another element of that is probably like a, a, a certain element of my like contrarianism where it's like, okay, well, if the most popular thing right now is going to be these like hyper detailed dry brush, blah, blah, blah. But I, I also um, like to think of it like, and this is, if, if I may, like I like to think of it sometimes as like, like a dream vision of a toy you had when you were a kid, you know? So it's these blocks of yep. bright color and like this sort of like abstract thing that like, you know, resonates with you on like some sort of like primal abstract level. Yeah. <laughs> I don't, and I, again, it's like, I, I, I do give it thought and I think about it, but it's also when I say it out loud, I'm like, Oh man, you sound like a real dick. Like you take yourself very seriously. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I, I like them because, um, I'm just, you know, all of my toys that I can remember, they're very simplistic in articulation. All the toys that I enjoy, they move at a couple points. If you're lucky, there was something that switched out. They might have had a weapon. So when I see NECA or when I see those things where it's like 72 points over, I don't, I don't want that in my life. And so. Yeah. Uh, yeah your yeah. toys fit my love for what i look for in a toy and i'm 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 a, i'm a nerd man like as much as like i'm not like trying to like diss on what anyone's doing like i yeah. still am like oh super seven's coming out with a new line of you know such and such ultimates like i'd like to see what that looks like you know i enjoy and appreciate all that stuff like the guys from the four horsemen super cool dudes yeah. like just so inspiring of what they're doing like on their own and everything but again that's you know in terms of just finding my focus of like what i want to do that expresses myself and speaks to my capabilities as a sculptor or whatever yeah. <laughs> uh, and that did like downplay my, my i mean I, I can sculpt more but like i i i definitely um you know what makes me happy to create and what i feel comfortable with are the more like abstract to like retroish sort of uh style yeah. things walk me up to the point when you it's somewhere after college i'm assuming you decide you want to make cuz there there's a big span you've been in this for about yeah. 14 years put you about 2009 so what's mm -hmm. this brick from 2009 prior that's it. I've, I, I have the answer to that. Um, <laughs> so I become a fairly normal dude. Um, I'm from the originally from the greater Chicagoland area. I moved to Chicago. I buy a condo. I have like a regular job. I'm, but it's noteworthy. My, my job is in I, I was a graphic designer somehow i end up in the print industry you know like printing stuff so like um and i end up becoming like what is a basically a studio manager at printing companies so you know sort of a coordinating with uh, vendors b running schedules with teams things like that mm -hmm. um and one of my good friends who was a bartender at my like little local bar down the street, he was a comedian. He um, was also into geeky stuff. And we just kind of like every time I'd pop in there to watch a Bears game or whatever, um, you know, start talking about you know, whatever, nerdy stuff, Star Wars, you know, what, the, the new Iron Man movie coming out, stuff like that. Um, this was kind of the beginning of the blogger podcast era. This would be about 2000 three, four, five, something. I don't know. I, I, I should have written this down to yeah. give you more concrete <laughs> info. But anyway, we start a uh, podcast called Nerds, podcast and blog called Nerd City. Um, and, uh, you know, a lot of it is, you know, this is sort of the era of the beginning of the Marvel Cinematic Universe, things like that. This is the beginning of, um, uh, you know, the sort of craft beer movement, that sort of thing. And so we... And and they, weirdly enough, like in that 
time there wasn't a great deal of like nerd culture podcasts blogs things like that like you know like there are now and so we really did quite well and developed like a network of all these amazing creatives in Chicago you know who were not only like you know people who were successful comic book artists people making designer toys um like I say, uh, people who were like, you know, the the smaller, you know, the craft breweries that were coming up at the time, chefs, things like that. And so this like whole world of like, you know, our sort of vision that made us unique was like, okay, let's not just focus on like, this is the new, whatever, Spider-Man comic book coming out. It was like, let's talk about like this graffiti artist that, mm -hmm. you know, as well, you know, in addition to action figures and things like that. Um, and and so anyway, we, we kind of developed this network of like all these people that we're working with. And um, I kind of, as a result of that, was like, this is great. This is working really well. But like, man, I sure do feel like I should be doing something. You know? And like a lot of the coverage that I did was a result of uh, stumbling into a little place that people have probably heard of called Rotofuji uh, yeah. in Chicago. Um, and that, that sort of changed my life, you know, that that really the seeing, you know, being introduced to the world of designer toys, that really kind of like validated, like there is entirely a culture that's doing this now, you know, so anyway, we do that for quite a while. And it just kind of happens organically, like, you know, kind of like they say about like, taking your your the direction of your life and the way you'd like it to go surround yourself by people who you know you admire and they're doing things that you you wish you were doing you know and it's just and um you know uh, as a result of um as a result of uh doing the whole nerd city thing um i interviewed a guy from i believe it was iowa or nebraska at the time uh, marty hansen the god beast um and we became really good friends and he was doing a lot of stuff in resin at the time and i sculpted up a, a figure i was kind of just for fun doing some like he-man customs and stuff like that just to post on like message boards and things but i was like you know just really informed by um you know the, the concept of the platform figure like stuff like the Donnie and things like that I'm like oh, mm -hmm. but like that's cool but like I want to do something that's a little bit more like you know like an action thing and literally I just I sculpted it took me quite some time because again I'm you know a serviceable sculptor at best um but I, I sculpted the base Galaxor um and Marty was like you know what I could cast this in resin for you and uh, and he did and that's kind of how it started, you know? So it was just kind of this organic thing out of, um, you know, just being, a, you know, being a part of the artistic community, you know? You have one of those original sculpts and the resin figure. You know, I have the first casting of it. Um, uh the original sculpt i believe it's it's funny i don't know how i can't remember how he got it's been it's because it's been so long because this is like we're talking about still like probably uh 2009 something like that uh matt dowdy the, mm -hmm. the main guy from glios O'Neill design yeah he's got it and i'm still like i'm like oh, i should ask him for that back sometime but it's also like well matt dowdy has it so it's like he's <laughs> kind of like he's kind of like toy jesus you know so yeah um but yeah and i mean and i guess you know to kind of further the 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 narrative um so yeah so um i have you know um galaxor starts out as a collaboration between myself and uh marty hansen the god beast uh doing um resin figures uh and we do that for quite a while and, you know, I, really at the time, it was just kind of like a side sort of a thing. Like, I thought it was cool. Like, I liked them, you know, and we'd make five or ten of them and they'd sell out. And then a few months later, we'd make another five or ten of them and they'd sell out. And we really did that for a few years. And then Marty, um, 
went he was friends with again this guy uh matt dowdy who does onel design and is the main guy behind the glios world sort yeah. of conglomerate of toys um so marty had been having his uh had a figure that was produced in pvc in uh, hong kong and uh at a certain point you know and, and and i shouldn't say it was like this like organic thing it was obviously just like much like real life there's a bunch of times where people were like matt was like hey we should make this in in vinyl in hong kong and i was like yeah sure we'll do it sometime you know and then it gets, the <laughs> subject gets dropped for four months um but uh yeah no if, if eventually in i've written this down here in like 2015 or or so um i'm just like do it let's do it matt and uh we start releasing figures in vinyl in 2016 so it's really like all been pretty like gradual yeah. and organic <laughs> I, I in hindsight i'm like man i should have been way more ambitious and really got yeah. this thing rolling a lot harder a lot earlier but yeah you know. yeah seven year gap from beginning starting sculpting to first vinyl figures so big gap but worth the wait yeah. worth the wait for all of us yeah yeah it's all i mean you know everything to me and everything in this world is <laughs> this world of like especially yeah. when you're working with factories and things like that it's all slow motion you know and it's it's kind of one of those things where you you I mean, i'm kind of now at this point of being in the game this long like realize you just got to have like the mental discipline to be like okay well it's gonna happen it's things yeah. so things are gonna take the amount of time and you're th and you can't be like this has got to be done by whatever next june or, or whatever because it's like things just it's it's a lot of moving pieces and it's obviously a very niche industry and a lot of these factories that we work with are probably doing plastic forks and things like that <laughs> and we're very low on the priority scale but uh yeah no it's uh but yeah no it, it's it, it all takes time and it's it's one of those things where like you really only do it because you love it when you first started getting into this business side and really taking a look at the behind the scenes of toys and i'm assuming all these feelings of toys start rushing back towards you of my love sure. for this my nerd stuff my sculpting like all the art what is it like for you if you can take me back to that moment getting a real behind the scenes like this is what it's like to first work with a factory this is what it's like to first collaborate this is what it's like in this yeah it's a great question you know and i mean like i wish i could say there's some like brilliant defining moment you know like and, and and i don't know that there really is you know because it's like you know you basically i think it's like anything else in life like if you're like oh i'm gonna buy a house or whatever you know it's like it's not like you there's this like glorious moment where you're like i'm buying a house it's like i'm gonna buy a house and then you're like how do I do this? And then it's like, you talk to somebody and it's like, oh, you gotta this and this, and you gotta fill out these forms and blah, 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 blah. Yeah. And it's like everything when you're doing it, like you don't necessarily realize you're doing it. And like those sort of moments of like grand recognition of like, oh, I'm doing something pretty like substantial here or, or interesting, or like I've, I've sort of achieved this, you know realization of something i've been since i was a kid or whatever like those kind of like come in passing when you're like going for a jog in the morning or something like that as opposed <laughs> to like when is that because when it's actually happening you're like you're like shit i hope that guy understood the email i sent him and if he doesn't like i'm screwed because like i just sent him a whole bunch of money you know yeah uh, but uh but yeah no i mean it's it's it, you know for me uh i guess in all seriousness like the points of like wow this is really rolling like sort of comes when you uh uh kind of you know 
reach that comfort level with the 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 system and um and i will say you know one thing i have come to realize is that like the factory is like another artistic tool you know and and so like that's and once you become comfortable with understanding that like sort of uh you know more mass production things like that is the are the same as a paintbrush or whatever then it's like then you're like okay cool this is fun i'm in the mix and i you know to kind of bring it back to what i was talking about before in terms of like what my like day job had been in in terms of like printing and things like that was a, that's what i was doing was i was managing teams of people you know producing things and i was working with other vendors and you know like relying upon their schedules and trying to understand their like production capabilities and things like yeah. that so that's kind of you know i'm i'm definitely comfortable you know in this world but uh yeah, no, I mean, I guess, I guess that's sort of the grand awakening for me uh, in terms of like working with uh, factories in terms of production is like come to the realization of like, ah, oh, this is just like, you know, my sculpting material or, or paintbrush or whatever. Like this is yeah. another tool, you know. What's crazy is in, I've dabbled very minorly in the factory world and it's crazy to think of that now if someone says, oh, we'll pump this out in quarter three next year and we're in quarter mm -hmm. four the year prior, it's like, oh, my gosh, are you, you're like speed running. That's a long time. But now it is. I can tell people like, oh, no, no, no that's quick. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's, that's good. Yeah, no, it's uh, it, and and I and I will say I will say the factory that we work with specifically for the Glio stuff are outstanding, like in yeah. terms of like their turnaround and things like that. But you know, it's still it's not the same as like oh I'm gonna you know make a silicon mold and pour some resin and have this next week. You know, right. it's definitely and and it's you know it's it's like you know like anybody else doing this is like where am i going to get the finances from to get this made yeah. at what point am i going to actually make that back am i ruining my life you yeah. know <laughs> like what's going on you know so uh but uh yeah no i will say that the the, the factory that that makes the glio stuff like in terms of like speed and efficiency uh compared to what i've heard from other people we we're we're pretty lucky in that regard awesome so you hone in on Galaxor, and it seems like from the outside, correct me if I'm wrong, your eye never goes off the prize. Like Galaxor is it with the name, the figure, the sculpt, and how every figure kind of has something similar in the how it functions and everything. Right, right, right. Yeah, no, I mean, and that was all like, you know, that's that's a result of of like again like years of like just like being into geeky stuff and like um and being a human being that was like i should make a movie about blah 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 isn't that a cool idea and then never following through on it and, yeah. and things like that and so like creating something like galaxor where it's like okay this thing is going to have all of the elements of all the stuff that I like. So it's going to like maintain my, my like energy and passion yeah. and enthusiasm and things like that. Thursday night, 7 p.m. YouTube live. It's Toys Alive. Toys Alive. Toys Alive. There's way cool artist unboxing. No it counts under a thousand followers. What? Art out there for 30 bucks or less. Collector spotlight. Current and upcoming shows and drops. Giveaways. Short chats with artists. <laughs> news from the hood. 100% indie all the time. That's Toys Live. Toys Live. Thursday nights, 7 p.m. PST, YouTube Live. Um, and it's going to be sort of blank enough that I can do you know keep expanding with it things like that so um you know yeah no that that's kind of the 
that's kind of the thing and and yeah and i mean and i i mean i still see the the kind of base simple blank sculpt as like the you know that sort of like ultimate like expression of like this is who i am this is what i you know sort of grew up with this is what i like aesthetically things like that but it's also kind of a platform for when i'm like i'm gonna make a guy with a skull face and a laser shooting across yeah. his eyes i can do that you know so um yeah no it's in it's it's been easy it's, it's been easy and it's it's um big big ups to my girlfriend who puts up with me that I, <laughs> like, like that's like i'm like oh this is you know this is like all i think about but like i mean obviously i i like to i i temper it with with real life stuff and i enjoy yeah. real life stuff and everything as well but like yeah no we we just uh uh yeah no i'm i'm uh i'm I'm obsessed with it. Like I think about it all the time. I, you know, like if I'm having trouble to go to sleep, going to sleep, I'm like, okay. So we just got these molds in the factory now. Yep. So what if, uh, what about purple? What if the base is the vinyl is purple? Okay. So let's do like a gray and a different purple and blah, blah, blah. You know, and like, this is like, it's just, it's just what I'm focused on all the time. Yeah. As you look um, I kind of want to step into your creative process because as all sure. these figures kind of function, functionally they work the same or they have an extra head or the skull is there or there's a different paint. Um, there's something beautiful in that they still, no matter how much they change, still look like you. Like they're, they're it's still your work. Identifiable, all those things. Um, I went to, I just uh, was at... Um, toy du jour and your figures oh yeah yeah along Sam's the best. top yeah it's fantastic and i i walked in and i saw all your figures hanging there and i was like there if you took them out of the bag i would still know whose those are like that's how so in the creative process as you're trying to figure out a new character trying to figure out a new paint a new sculpt and like odin looks completely different than there are other galaxor figures yeah what, what does that look like for you i do give it a lot of thought i'll tell you that i do give it a lot of thought in terms of like um the the sort of parameters of my aesthetic and in terms of um what are organic or logical progressions you know from that aesthetic um but I'm also kind of blessed in the regard that I've done the time of like making these things for so long that like I sort of trust my gut. But I mean, in terms of like, you know, I mean, you know, in terms of what I would, I guess, quantifiably talk about, you know, it's like, you know, interestingly contrasting colors, you know, simple compelling shapes mm -hmm. that and, and and something that looks like an iconic abstraction of a classic action figure like you know those are the the kind of the the elements of the you know what i'm like okay that's a, that's galaxy you know um i most certainly enjoy other aesthetics i most certainly you know like to goof around with like what if i made a wolfman or a yeti or whatever but you know a lot of the time like i get to have a little fun with some uh you know being able to participate in group shows and things like that and kind of be like but but i also like have kind of also reached the point where i'm like you know uh did we both do the garfield show at toy du jour yep yep yeah 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 and like i'm also kind of have reached the point where like it's like i'm like okay what if i made like a robot garfield figure and i'm like just start going like you know what you know what you're you know what the sort of galaxor style is just just do it and it's great and i'm like i've sort of arrived at that point and um it that's a lot of fun for me you know and and and, and uh you know, being, you know, like anything in life, it's like, you're kind of like, there's a lot of stuff where you're like, I'm not so sure if this is the right thing or that's the right thing. But when it comes to being like, 
Ben, can you make a Galaxo, uh, something in the Galaxo or aesthetic? I'm like, that is one thing I can certainly do. <laughs> nice. When you look over all your figures that you've produced, mm -hmm. and um, from the beginning, the resin figure, all the way to the most recent figures, do you see that your style... Um, it's tough because we we know where you've settled as far as like what Galaxer is going to look like. But is it have you seen that your style has shifted at all throughout the time period of working with Galaxor? You know, it's that's a good that's a good question. Um, I, uh, I. I will say that. Everything's been pretty organic and natural progression up to this point and i mean i don't necessarily know that there's any of my more recent um at least in terms of like glios vinyl releases that are like oh that's just like so jarringly different than yeah. what i was doing at the beginning or, or whatever um I, I do have like and I've, I've shown I've shown even painted versions of the digital outputs I do have a couple of new pieces that are going to be a part of the uh the glass vinyl world um all parts compatible with the base galaxor and those are maybe uh somewhat of an evolution or a change or a shift um in the sense that um it's the same kind of bubbly, I guess, Mega Man-esque, you know, mm -hmm. aesthetic. Um, but uh, it's a lot of the, like, design elements are compartmentalized and it's not as much like blank spaces. So, like, I think that is, you know, what we're going to see in 24 from me is going to be a bit of an evolution where... Um, you know i mean to be completely frank at that point it's like i've invested in these like steel molds at the factory things like that so like i want to give it as much space so like i can do like tampled prints paint masks things like that to do stuff so like now as i expand um those kind of larger blank spaces they're still going to be pretty you know as 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 sort of abstract and kind of with the same influences as I've had previously, but things are going to be a bit more broken up where it's like uh, slightly less large blank areas. So I guess, yeah, I mean, in terms of what I've done up to like say Synthos, um, I don't know that there's a great deal of difference. I mean, it's, you know, a, a certain amount of it is, uh, you know, a, a comfortability of working with the factory, working with a vendor, things like that, and understanding their capabilities and being able to, you know, say like, okay, well, with this color, like, I know they can do this particularly well, so we're going to do this here and that there, things like that. But um, yeah, no, I mean, I think it's, it's I, I don't know that there's like this, like, you know, like if you were to put the first one I made next to the most recent one, I don't know that you'd be like, oh, those are, there's clearly a massive shift yeah so basically long story short i've been very lazy for the last uh whatever seven years <laughs> <laughs> when you i mean so tell me about the the most recent drops and then tell me about this new project you got going on so synthos and stealth came out stealth looks mm -hmm. incredible in that it has this so i i love uh clear safubi but stealth has mm -hmm. this look that in video games when someone's invisible but you can still see them does that yeah, make sense yeah, and i yeah, love yeah. that look yeah. so much oh cool 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 yeah no and i mean and so once again this is like you know whatever see how the how the uh oh my god what's the what's the phrase let's say see how this is made how the the whatever is made the sausage you know, behind the scenes they see how the sausage is made that's what i was saying yeah, yeah. so um yeah i don't it, you know, this, so the, the factory that we use had not done clear or translucent vinyl in many years since I'd been producing uh, Galaxo. So, like, I'm like, cool, let's do a clear. And so, like, I didn't know. 
uh, sincerely how that was going to come out. I love it. I love that kind of like frosty sort of yeah. look. It's fun, and you can because you can still see the curvature. It's still translucent. You can still see through it, but it's not like that crystal, crystal clear. But once again, like this is just, and it's it's kind of one of those things that like now, like I just take for granted as part of the process mm-hmm. where um, I. Uh, when you kind of take a big step forward or whatever, mm-hmm. like you kind of have to just be a little bit Zen about yeah. it and be like, okay, how is this going to come out? You know? And then however it comes out and you say, okay, well, that's cool. What's cool about it. Okay. Right, right, right. This is what's cool about it. But yeah, no. So, and I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm very happy with it. It's, it's got the, I do like that, like kind of weird frosty semi, semi transparent or whatever mm-hmm. transparent look. But uh, it is, again, that is just, you know, again, to give everybody the the toy maker working with factory experience, it's kind of like a, like, I'd like a clear vinyl one. And it's like, what am I going to get? That's what shows up, you know? Yeah. So, um, with yeah. those two coming out and then releasing the idea that you're working with a new chibi style, that's two point two and a half inches, right? Yeah. So I... um. It did I've always like you know one thing with like at at like conventions things mm-hmm. like that it's like there's so many like kids that come up and stuff that they're like these are so cool like kids love galaxors <laughs> like because they're bright and colorful and things like that yeah and I'd be like well cool they're fifty bucks <laughs> you know <laughs> like sorry yeah. so um you know so I always you know I like minifigures like like uh battle beasts things like that um so i just uh part part of my new process which is you know everything now is i'll do a physical sculpt Mm -hmm. and then i'll have it 3d scanned and then cleaned up Mm. so it's kind of yeah but yeah and so that's what we did with the uh the the mini mini galaxor um and uh, and then that we can shrink it to as small as we want. So right now, what we're outputting, um, I my original idea was to do, I, I think two and a half inches sounded good to me, but like somehow we had it when we printed it out, it was like an inch and a half. So it's actually it's like again, uh, it was it was, uh, and it's great because it's, it's just a pinch bigger than like I'm looking at. On my, on my shelf here next to a muscle figure um it's just a pinch bigger than a muscle figure so awesome. it's kind of cool it's kind of got that yeah um but uh yeah the, anyway long story short the idea being um i'm not entirely certain what the what direction i'm going to go with this it's an inch and a half tall kind of super deformed chibi style version of galaxor um but uh, I, th- I think it's just going to simply be like some like hand, I'm going to do some hand cast resin pieces myself with it. Um, and uh, it's, it's really just going to be like, a, I'm, I'm, I'm a reasonable individual. I understand that not everyone can buy a $50 toy. And, uh, you know, especially for like convention scenes, that sort of thing, like having a lower price point item Um it's great because number one, it's obviously it's it's still just a sale. But number two, like I like getting my toys in the hands of people. That's what makes me happy, you know. So mm-hmm. like you know, so if a kid's like, oh, these are cool, and it's like, well, you can have a you know this guy for like fifteen bucks, you know. Or yeah. Whatever. And as opposed to like, hey, buy a designer toy that like could be in like a gallery or something like that, and then like kids like, I just want something for the bathtub. Yeah. <laughs> Do you have any people that have all of them that have collected? Yeah, all I think I've, I've I've got I've got a few like um, like super fans that have, have have collected them all, which is amazing. I mean, I'm I, that's one of those things that like you know, again is to me is like somebody that's like still like kind of a kind of a nerd collector sort of mentality where like I'm like oh what's up with this new he-man ninja turtles crossover coming out like i don't get you know blah 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 like that sort of thing um it's amazing that like when i post something on my social media that people are like oh gotta get that one complete the collection i'm like because it's like oh cool yeah like i get that 
but I'm, I'm, I'm obviously, I obviously dig what I do very much because I do it, but it's, but still then like when I like actually give some thought to the fact that people like literally have complete collections of my work, it's like, Whoa, how'd that happen? Yeah. And it's insane because every time you come on, it's like the way that I see the videos, it's like, Hey, I'm going to go on network or I'm going to go on pop shop or I'm going to go on some form of something. And then the next video that you post, like we sold out, like you guys killed it. So it's like regularly your community is coming out and showing up. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it's, and like the, I'm, I, I'm at the point, you know, in, in doing this where it's like, you know, I, for the longest time was, was kind of had a almost juvenile uh, attitude towards it of like, I'm not going to be the sort of person that's going to do all this extra stuff to try to promote and sell my stuff. Like I'm, you know, I'm just making this because it's, you know, we're coming from the heart or whatever, which is true. But like, you know, the, I guess the older I get and the more I realize like, no, but you know, I'm, if, if I'm not utilizing every opportunity to like use like network pop shop, things like that, um, to, to push this forward, like, like those opportunities create more sales, which create more opportunities to create more cool stuff, you yeah. know, at the end of the day. And so like, that's kind of a, my maturing over like the last, let's say few years and um, is, is just, just really being like, you know what, fuck that, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to do everything I can to like, you know, sell this stuff and make it work. Um, and it's been great, you know. People, it's it's amazing how how people have reacted. I'm I'm yeah very, very flattered. <laughs> well, dude, it has been fantastic to have you come on and talk all things Galaxor. Um, the last part of each episode is my favorite. We kind of give the artists uh, the the room to plug whatever you got going on coming up. Um, this episode drops sure. this monday and so it's uh, i know that you got like tag fest and all kinds of stuff coming up. so plug please plug away plug away let's see it's kind of you know we're getting towards that end of the year weird thing where like everything kind of winds down um everything really you know this what will be this past weekend i was at tag fest which is toy art gallery here in la um and uh then what i'm really working towards now i guess is designer con um that's going to be my next big thing i'm going to have a new odin figure um that'll be revealed i'm going to have two new galaxor figures uh you know five and a half inch uh glios vinyl figures and um hopefully going to be making a bunch of interesting little resin Galaxor minifigures for that, but I will be there um, with with the Glios peeps at uh, DesignerCon. That's what's on the horizon. Um, I have two new uh, figures in the works at the Glios factory, uh, the Electrodon and the Xenotron figure. Um, so, you know, now we've got Chinese New Year to, to factor in. But I would say maybe Q2 24. We'll be looking at those. Um, got a lot of interesting stuff that is kind of in the works behind the scenes. But maybe in 24, you might see Galaxor on like a streaming service uh, show. I, uh, Holy but, um but yeah, no, I mean, but but who knows? It's it's still that's you know, but yeah, there's lots of stuff on the horizon. But um, yeah, I I, I guess that, I guess that's about all I have. Uh, just just a TV show. <laughs> <laughs> awesome, awesome. And then how can they find you? Is it just mainly through Instagram? Yeah, I mean, I you know, um, I think that that's sort of my main place of like posting things or whatever is is at galaxor on instagram and then usually that gets shared to facebook and that gets shared to 
well, I don't even use Twitter or whatever it's called anymore, but yeah, yeah. Facebook. Um, but, and then, you know, galaxor.com uh, is a great place to go to. That's where the shop, the, my online shop is at. You can, you know, grab all that stuff. Um, think trying to think of what else. Oh, I have a Patreon. Um, you know, if anybody's a, if anybody's a, a fan and wants to kind of delve a little bit deeper, um, I always try to, you know, the the uh, social media stuff is kind of a little bit of surface, you know, uh, employment of like the lore and things like that. But if you want to like kind of get weekly, like I do like digital art, I do lore, I do music um and early access to uh to all of my drops are through the uh patreon so if anybody wants to join kind of take their galaxor fandom to the next level on patreon they're welcome to awesome dude thank you thank you it's amazing thank you for the opportunity you're doing great stuff man it's always i'm 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 really digging your podcast